Hey, we're back uh, this and every Saturday talking to other leaders, Christian leaders, helping us think through the moment we're in, uh, help us understand maybe it might be theology, it might be culture, it might be our understanding of the gospel and more. So we do this this and every Saturday at this time. This this program is actually a pre-recorded program, so I'm not going to give out the phone number, uh, but we're going to talk to uh, Oscar Merlot and we're going to be talking to him. Let me tell you about him. and But first, I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit who he is, how he's at work, and more. So this might be an episode you want to listen to more than once, kind of understanding the fullness of, uh, of what we're talking about here. Uh, but Oscar is actually, uh, he's passionate about empowering new generations through the Holy Spirit and for illuminating the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's a director of the Center for the Study of the Work and Ministry of the Holy Spirit today at Bell University. And he served as co-founder of the Omega Generation Project, which is an initiative to mentor Latino and Latina millennials in the 21st century. Oscar, thank you so much for joining us on the program. Well, Ed, it is a pleasure to be here with you with such a fine audience. If I may just greet this audience from Moody Radio, wherever you're at, I just want to extend a big hug all the way from Biola, Southern California. I'm sorry, but it is 72 degrees here today and it's always a beautiful day. <laughs> so greetings to all of you. Fantastic opportunity to be together today. Yeah, always beautiful in Southern California. By the way, the folks there, K-Wave, K-Wave is heard on the campus of Biola University and across Southern California. So, yes. so folks get to listen in that area as well. Okay, so let's let's jump in. And let's talk. I mean, you yes. run a center named after and for the work of uh, the Holy Spirit. And so let's have a little discussion about, well, who he is, how, how the Holy Spirit works. Um, we were given yes. the gift of the Spirit, right? How can, how can we understand who the Holy Spirit is to start? Explain a little bit about as we understand yeah. who he is. What a fantastic question. You know, this is one question that... Uh, when we approach it and we uh, define the answer, we have to go, first of all, to the Bible, right? Like, what yeah. does the Bible say about the Holy Spirit? We have to understand <clears throat> from that perspective what the Bible has has um, defined of what the roles of the Holy Spirit are. Um, and, and we could would address that first, I think, from a, from a doctrinal perspective, which is through our tradition, right? So when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we're talking about the third person in, of the Trinity, present from creation, present right now, and will be present at the end of times. Um, so it is important, I think, for us to understand that the Holy Spirit is not per se some sort of like mystical power that, um, you know, zaps us. Um, I think that there's a lot of misunderstanding out there um, given because of different reasons of who the Spirit is and what the Spirit does and how the Spirit works. And we'll talk a little bit more, more about what empowerment, uh, what the work of the Spirit looks like in our lives. And when we receive Jesus, you know, we receive the Holy Spirit um, and the Holy Spirit is in us, through us. It's with you right now, wherever you're at, sitting where you're at and listening to us. But I want to start the conversation, Ed, if, I, if we may, about, about first of all, trying to open up our minds from the standpoint that the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. And what does that mean? You know, I think that from that perspective and even further, even down, is that we we have to ask ourselves or resolve within our minds first if 
the Holy Spirit is worthy to be worshipped as mm. the Trinity is. And, and that's really important before we even start getting down into these other um, aspects of our conversation. So is the Holy Spirit worthy? Uh, to receive adoration and our love and our praise. That's very important um, to be able to define who the Spirit is. Um, if the Spirit is a person in the, in the Trinity, then we are to obviously offer our adoration and our worship to the Spirit. And I think that that's really important because it leads us then into this next practical part, um, which is then why do we have difficulties <laughs> in our tradition or maybe you know um, saying holy spirit we, we worship you right because if the holy spirit is um as ra tori which is you know a great figure um and and a, and a foundational figure for for the moody um uh, bible um institute and, and and for for biola as well he, he used to start there it's like let's talk about you know worshiping and what does that mean from a hermeneutic way of understanding of the Holy Spirit. If the Spirit is infinite wise, infinite holy, infinite tender, then He is worthy of our adoration. Um, and, and I think if we start there, then we can now then, you know, begin to move into, you know, who the person of the Spirit is. Yeah, and it's interesting that even in our conversation, we refer to uh, He as the Holy Spirit. Some, sometimes when we say, it almost sounds like a title, it's like the Holy Spirit. I, I have some friends who just refer to, like we say Jesus, we don't say the Jesus. And so they just refer to Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit does this without the, the, the definitive article, the, at the beginning. Um, and sometimes people will say it, and I don't like jump on anybody because it's easy for us when we say the Holy Spirit to to say it does, but the more proper understanding and acknowledgement is he. He is a person, uh, you know, God in three persons, blessed Trinity, and more. So how can we help remind ourselves of the way to describe the Holy Spirit in a way that doesn't sound like some ethereal force, but really the third person of the Trinity? <clears throat> well, yes. Um, it's a really good question at the same time, because when you look at the actual word, um, it's a neuter word that describes the Holy Spirit. But when we look at um, strictly uh, at the you know uh, at the Bible of when it's speaking about the person, the, the Holy Spirit, it grammatically the construction of it it's 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 um, it's masculine. Um, mm -hmm. So from that perspective, you know, we come to know that. Yes, there is. There is the Holy Spirit um, uh, does not have a, a, a gender yet. You know, right. it, pneuma the word spirit pneuma, um, but the grammatically construction of and the activity of the Holy Spirit then gives us the understanding that the Holy Spirit is fully person. Right. So, how do we understand the Holy Spirit? <clears throat> I think we understand the Holy Spirit by knowing what this characteristics of the uh, of a fully person uh, does so when we think about the spirit the spirit is a person is a person in the trinity that has particular characteristics functions and activities as part of the trinity so that helps us to be able to understand um, the spirit's function so for example if we go to um, Corinthians right if we go Corinthians talks about <clears throat> the Holy Spirit having knowledge right so a person 
the Holy Spirit, you know, the, the, the ascribing that the Holy Spirit has knowledge, uh, as, as, as this verse speaks about, it, it says that he knows the deep things of God, like the word knowing that's, that's referring there. It's speaking about, you know, the Spirit having knowledge. So if the Spirit has knowledge about God and about the deep things of God, then as a function and as a characteristic, the Spirit has knowledge about us, about the world, about what's going on in 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 in, in and around us. Another characteristic is is defined as you know the Spirit having a will. So when we begin to look again at the person of the Holy Spirit, um, we will find that the Holy Spirit has will, and you find that also in in, in Corinthians where we find the work of the Holy Spirit. Um, working in, in individually and working collectively in the lives of the disciples um, and, and, and having a will in which the Spirit worketh um, and so forth and so on. Okay, so the Holy Spirit is at work in the world. And I want you to tell us, it's, it's an interesting title. We, we have, uh, Oscar and I are friends, and we have joked about, uh, I have joked, maybe he doesn't joke because it's the title of his center, but the long name of the center, the center this is at Biola University, the Center for the Study of the Work and Ministry of the Holy Spirit today. Uh, why such a long name? <laughs> Tell us some of the details behind that. Well, uh, you know, it's a you do got some key words in there, you know, work, study, and ministry. Um, and the work of the Spirit is not a past work or yet a present work, but is an ongoing work um, for for hundreds and, and for for many many you know since since the beginning of of of, of creation, so work you know um, trying to understand how the spirit works and works uh, in individuals like but it also work how is the spirit working in in the world, so I think the title of of our center you know wants to press into and open up you know what is that activity of the spirit looks like. Um, in, in, in terms of the work that it does for, in the church, the work that it does in our life, and the work that it's doing in the world. Um, and that allows us to then <clears throat> think that the Spirit is, all, we, you know, these phrases, the Spirit is always at work. What does that look like? Um, the Spirit of, of God is present in, in the midst of all these, you know, circumstances and, 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 and situations of, of life. Um, in terms of the study, obviously, that's more of an academic um, a way of, of thinking about research and putting forth um, investigation that that talks about you know the different kinds of disciplines and doctrines um, or studies that need to be more profound in terms of um, you know academic academic inquiry. Um, so the study work and the ministry of the Holy Spirit um, it focuses on the activity of the Spirit in the ministry, um, uh, you know, pastoral ministry, um, the ministry of the church, the ministry that we do, and what's, what does that look like? Um, uh, so when we, we have this, um, this definition of, you know, what does the center does, we, we create this intentional space um, for discovering the work, the study, uh, uh, and of the ministry of the Spirit. Um, and that, that work and that, that ministry is also happening today. So um, it's, it's, it's a very long name. We don't have, per se, like an, an acronym. 
Um, right. and, and that's, that's why we, we, we call it the, the, the center of the Holy Spirit. Um, and we focus a lot of, you know, our, our work here, um, uh, in creating this ten- intentional space in, in which, in, in which we want to discover which way is the spirit working in our students' life, right? Um, so we create things that, um, that uh, activities and, and, and chapels and, um, conversations about trying to discover in which ways, um, it, it's working. We, we do the same for the staff and the faculty. As a matter of fact, you know, the Blaze Conference was part of that, the study of, this, of the Holy Spirit um, in the Jesus People Movement. What did that look like and what implication it has for us today? Yeah, we're going to continue that conversation uh, here with Oscar from the Center for the Holy Spirit Center. In short, you must have the longest business card at Biola University. We're going to continue our conversation with Oscar in just a moment and talk some more about how the Holy Spirit works in our lives here and our conversation on Ed Stetzer Live. As believers in Jesus, we know our citizenship on earth is actually temporary, but the days can be challenging navigating a world in cultural decline. A.W. Tozer brings help and encouragement in his book, Culture, Living as Citizens of Heaven on Earth. He tackles the how-to of confronting and battling worldliness while we live in anticipation of heaven. Be better equipped to take on each day. Read Culture, Living as Citizens of Heaven on Earth. Your copy is at moodypublishers.com. Hey, we're back. It's Stetzer Live having a conversation today uh, with Oscar, Oscar Merlot from the Center, Holy Spirit Center, we'll call it for short, at uh, Biola University and a good and a good friend. Uh, just for the break, he mentioned uh, we did together. Uh, I, I serve at the Wheaton College Billy Graham Center as the executive director. We partnered with Biola University and the uh, Holy Spirit Center there to put at a conference on this uh, this uh, past fall, which really kind of encapsulated some of what we're talking about today, the Holy Spirit's work in the past and the Holy Spirit's work today. So Oscar, if you don't mind, share a little bit about the Ablaze Conference, what, why, why we did it and, and what we hope to accomplish doing it together. Thanks, Ed, and thank you for just tuning in and being here with us. And, you know, um, it's, such a, it's, such a, it's such an important thing for us as, you know, the church, as educators and and uh, to remember uh, how God has moved in the past. Uh, we believe that God's still moving, that the Spirit of God still is at work, right? And in those very specific moments in Southern California, there was a great move of God. Um, there's scholars that are calling this move of God as like the fourth awakening. This was called, and some of you guys are probably going to remember the Jesus People Movement, you know, and the implications that that had for the church and even for, you know, the next wave of evangelism in, in, in the U.S. and implications to the world is just, just fantastic. So as our first conference from the center here at Biola, um, in partnership with the Billy Graham Center, um, we just were led to be able to study what happened in in the Jesus People Movement. How were people coming to know Jesus and being delivered? And in specific, what was the role of the Holy Spirit, right, in the midst of all this? And we put forward a uh, two and a half day conference 
uh, just passed, and we'll be doing so in the in the near future again. But we looked at the past, Ed, and if you could remember, this was the phrase, and and we looked at the past for inspiration, right? Um, towards the future with. Um, uh, aspiration, yet in the present with an expectation that the Holy Spirit can do this again. And I think that we in America, in our universities, um, yeah, we, we are desiring a new and fresh move of the Spirit. And I think that's a loaded definition, fresh move of the Holy Spirit. What does it mean? Because it's very subjective to our traditions. But in whatever it means for your tradition, it means that we need the work of the Spirit to be, we need to work with the Spirit. To be able to see hearts alive and people revived, um, you know, there's a lot of suffering, a lot of things that are very similar, very, very similar to what was happening back in the 60s. You know, this is an era that that that, you know, what was, you know, drugs and all these other things and homelessness. And, um, you know, out of that, the Lord was, you know, the Holy Spirit was reaching people and and making out of out of this 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 um this this young men and women you know uh, worship leaders and, and 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 implications of that what that meant for even today for the Christian music so we went in um, just with an open mind with an academic approach and with you know a practitioner's approach uh, to be able to look at the implications um, that that the Holy Spirit uh, that came out of that uh, through the Holy Spirit so we met here. Uh, we had a great concert with the Jesus People Movement concert with some original bands uh, of the days. And, and we talked about the Holy Spirit. Ed was one of our, our speakers. Uh, we had Matt Chandler, um, had a lot of other. Uh, Greg Glory was here. So some people that were in this original movement. Um, and we talked about the role of the Holy Spirit and what does it mean for us today and why we need we need to uh, uh, open up our, our, our churches and our hearts and our minds to be able to discern how the Spirit uh, wants to work today again. Yeah, it's fascinating. And of course, one of the things that was fun for me and for some of our listeners will be some of the, the bands that came together. We had, uh, it was historic, really. We had Love Song, uh, The Salt Company, Matthew Ward and Nellie Greeson from Second Child Rax. Um, Nancy Honeytree, we had a Melody Green, and you know, so the the speakers were wonderful. You know, Greg Laurie, Cheryl Broderson. I mean, uh, you 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 others. Um, but for me, I loved the listening to the music, and it kind of brought back some real powerful memories as well. Also, uh, one of the things that we did at the Wheaton College Billy Graham Center is we created a uh, kind of an oral history, an oral history project Correct. in partnership with yes. Biola and the Holy Spirit Center. And if people go, if you go to edstetzerlive.com, it'll link to, uh, well, jesuspeoplemovement.com is the oral history. Also links to the Ablaze site there and the, the Holy Spirit Center uh, there as as well. You know, 1968, we heard a lot about 1968 at that conference, and a lot of people may forget just how tumultuous yeah. the world was, or maybe they don't remember because they weren't around. You know, I don't remember this 1968 personally, but it had a lot in common with the last few years where there was right. division in the country and the world. There was actually a pandemic in 1968, war. too, actually. There, yeah, there was, uh, there the was war, Vietnam War, on. protests, yeah. civil rights protests, yeah. and more. And that's where we see the beginning of the Jesus people movement that, you know, depending on the scholar you talk to, uh, tens of millions of people trace their spiritual heritage to there. So I guess the question I, I would say is you're kind of looking, you're leading this center. Again, the full name is the Center for the Study of the Work and Ministry of the Holy Spirit today. 
Uh, do you see the inklings of such a move today? Are we far from that? I mean, you got you literally have today in the title of your center. What are you seeing going on? How is the spirit working today in the world in which we live? You know, the, the spirit is always at work. It's been at work for thousands of years and and it's at work always and will continue to work. I mean, um, uh, if we we say that the work of the spirit um has created or is creating waves of the spirit always points us to Jesus and the spirit always uh, uh, points us, you know, empowers us for the works of evangelism and salvation. So, and you should be my disciples and the spirit came upon them and, you know, they were sent out. So there's, there's this sending out that comes in the empowerment of the spirit. And, that's important for us to be able to use as a framework to be, okay, so where is the spirit and how is the spirit working um, today? So there are waves of, of salvations. You know, you look at the global south and it, it just continues to be um, pockets of where you're seeing um, churches in all traditions experiencing um, the power of the spirit of, and, and the salvation of Jesus. I think another place where you could see is wherever you see life. So the spirit of God is the spirit of life. So where there is life being breathed into this world through our actions, through the way that we do um, as a church, that we, we, we serve our communities and we're bringing life. Um, the spirit of life is there already. And together we're help, We're contributing to bringing, bringing Jesus into those, into those, those um, pockets. Um, I think that we, we, you know, our, our universities, you know, were a lot of, you know, they said a lot of these, our universities were, were founded under great revivals, right? Um, and then what is it, what, what do we mean by revivals? And, um, you know, those are also um, definitions that, that our traditions uh, are going to help us to define. Um, but does it mean that there is a genuine seeking after God um, on behalf of all of us in our churches that then therefore that's you know, sprinkles into same things that we saw in the Jesus people movement, right? Which is this communicating of the gospel to our neighbors, to the people around us, um, to those um, that, that need a word of comfort and, 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 and things of that nature. So I think that, yes, there are ways in which we can see the work of the Spirit today um, in, in many of these this you know, these spaces um, um, that, that, that we are in. And uh, more and more, I don't, I'm not sure how you, if you, you probably know more, more of this, but more and more I'm seeing kind of uh, like you, this, the spirit is calling us back to evangelism. Like I see a lot of that, you know, Love there's that. conferences going on. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of emphasis on evangelism that has taken place. Um, and I think that that's kind of an awakening of the spirit. Uh, that our institutions and our leaders are 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 genuinely seeking to see God at at move through a wave of evangel, and I think that's that's all Holy Spirit to me when I'm looking at that. And so those are some ways in which I think the Spirit, you know, it, it moves in in particular and specific ways uh, in our context. I love that. I love that. And I love the reference to evangelism. Well, let me come back to that and ask you a question related to that. How does the Holy Spirit help us to be more effective in evangelism and to live on mission. Yeah, but there is no evangelism or effectiveness in mission without you know us partnering with you know the the work of the Spirit. 
Um, it is the spirit who it, we we may think that maybe it was our persuasive hermeneutics that that was uh, you know or or maybe our our our, our charisma. And and, and 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 you know uh, Billy Graham and and you're an expert in that and and so was um, R. A. Tory um, said that can you imagine if we were to shift our minds and think that the Holy Spirit was to get a hold of us right and use us um, what a, what a, what a mind bottling you know way of thinking um that the spirit was to use us to be able to accomplish the will of god in 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 this world um this is this is a different way of thinking about the spirit of us trying to reach out and and grabbing some some sort of like weird power that that comes and empowers us but this is a way of thinking about being missional right so if the spirit that's in mission takes a hold of his church and 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 loses it in, into you know the the dark corners of this world um, in which now we are moving in a mission of the spiritus, right? Like we 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 call that the miss, missio spiritus, right? The mission of the spirit. Um, it enthrusts um, the church to be able to be even more clear um, in terms of of what it's been called to do in 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 bringing light to the world. So it is super 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 key, I think, as we move uh, missionally and we think about the mission now and into the future to uh, be able to articulate and think where is the spirit? How does the, how can the spirit take a hold of our life? Can you imagine how what that would look like if? You know, when our pastors and leaders um, or when you're preaching or you're teaching or you're doing something that that um, requires public communication, you say to the spirit, spirit of God, you know, take a hold of my ministry, of this ministry you've given me and use it so that Jesus will be known. Hmm. We're talking to Oscar Merlot. He's at Biola University at the Center uh, for the Study of the Work and Ministry of the Holy Spirit today. And we're going to continue our conversation with him. Uh, in just a moment, talking more about the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit works in us and our world today. Stay with us. Well, welcome back here to Ed Stetzer Live. We're continuing our conversation with Oscar Berlow from Biola University. Uh, this actually is a pre-recorded show, so we're not inviting you to call in. The reason it's pre-recorded is at the time this is airing, when you're listening, if you're listening live, I'm actually with the Biola University leadership uh, and uh, with Barry Corey, the president, so thankful for the work he's doing and more. So I wasn't able to be live today, but I figure if I'm going to be with the Biola University folks, I got I to gotta make sure I got some wonderful Biola University people. As you may know, Moody Radio is a ministry of Moody Bible Institute, so we care deeply at Moody Bible Institute about higher education, some of the great students and programs we have at Moody Bible Institute, Moody Theological Seminary, and the different ministries related to such. Uh, I'm Ed Setzer. I'm actually a dean and a professor at Wheaton College and Oscars over at Biola University. So we are in this together, these Christian schools and important times. I want to encourage you to uh, consider Christian schools as you're thinking through some of these things. Also, let me mention that uh, I'm excited that my daughter will be starting at Biola University in the fall as well. So Oscar, I expect you to be nice to my daughter. And if you have her in class, I expect her to get extra credit or something for, for just being awesome, just being awesome because she, she is. Um, 
but you lead there at Bible University, the Center for the Study of the Work and Ministry of the Holy Spirit today. Um, so we were talking some about uh, evangelism a minute ago. One of the things that I think all of us sort of acknowledge is, is people who maybe have a basic knowledge of Christianity know that the Holy Spirit um, works within us, maybe creates the fruit of the Holy Spirit in us or, or the leadership of the Holy Spirit in us. Can you talk to us a little bit about how we maybe understand more deeply? We know, we know the Bible talks about being filled, continuously filled with the Holy Spirit. How can we walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit's power in our lives today? Help us with that. Yeah, the walking in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, or um, I, I would I say that you know just as you has just started this segment is the demonstration, uh, public demonstrations of the the fruits of the Spirit um, in in our lives, um, and and the Spirit works in different ways, and it, you know it is it, with us throughout our journey, and no matter where you're at, where we are at the spirit is working in in our lives and it's in that work we are becoming more like jesus the bible talks about that that's part of the work of the spirit is to lead us into jesus and then in corinthians we talk about what is that demonstration of being more like jesus is and it you know it, it comes to to the fruits right the fruits of the spirit and um, and in 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 the fruits of the spirit we're we're you know we're able to see that that god deals with us in, 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 in particular areas in which we, we, um, um, we become uh, uh, more, uh, you know, we give more, we begin, we begin to give fruit to those, to those areas. Being so, for example, um, in, 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 in any case, but I'll use my case, you know, um, patience, right? Uh, uh, how could, 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 could Oscar Merlo uh, uh, exercise the 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 fruit of, of being patient? Well, does does the work of the Spirit uh, works in specific areas of my life to be able to help me to develop into uh, being more a a a um, uh, a person that is more more patient? Um, so the, the the fullness of of the Spirit it, it works in in the church. It works in us. Um, it works it works through us. Um, to be able to pull, you know, makes us be more like 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 Jesus, and that that's just a wonderful thing to know that that um, that we are not <laughs> alone in 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 this in this journey of becoming um, in this in this earth, you know, more uh, more reflective of, of Jesus. Now, other traditions are gonna are gonna talk about you know fullness. Um, traditions are gonna influence a lot about what we understand about being being full um, or filled uh, yeah. with the Spirit right. uh, of, of God. Yeah, so different, you know, we, we think in terms of Pentecostals and Charismatics, they might talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, we talk about spiritual gifts. Uh, and lots of people have written on those things, and I think that it's an important part of our conversation, uh, you know, globally. But one of the things we all can uh, walk through together, agree on deeply, is the Holy Spirit is at work in us. So um, how might it be that for all traditions, you know, who, who all, all we might say all evangelical traditions who hold a high view of the Bible, who, you know, believe that people come to faith in Christ, uh, dead in their trespasses and sins, made alive in Christ, and then receive Christ and are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. How does the Holy Spirit, how does he help us defeat the power of sin uh, in, in, in our lives? How, how, do we, how do we see that work of the Holy Spirit in us? Yeah. Oh, 
you know, we we have a, a, a sinful nature that that has to uh, constantly be. Um, uh, I'm not sure if the word I want to use is this, but it's it's a nature um, that that needs to be transformed uh, by by the Holy Spirit. Um, and 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 that uh, power of the spirit that is that is in us um, help us to defeat uh, the temptations. Helps us to defeat the situations, the 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 uh, that that knocking as as we see, you know, when that sin knocks at the door, and it's through the power of the Holy Spirit um, that we are that we are able as 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 sons and daughters of of Jesus. Um, you know, we um, are, 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 are there, there are parts, oh, there's, there's moments where, where the Spirit of God um, brings about a deep, deep conviction about something and a metonia, a repentance and a turning um, of, of the mind happens in, in, in our own lives. And then, you know, we, 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 we step away, we, 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 we draw away from this, this inclines or these, these situations that, that may lead us into, um, uh, you know, uh, opening up a, a, a heart to, to, to sin. So the Spirit of God it's working and helping us in those in those in those areas, so that we we could become. I, I think for me, um, more, a more practical way even is um, to establish a a a, a personal relationship uh, with the Spirit that where where you 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 open up your heart and 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 your and your and your your areas that that are that are. That 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 we need the spirit to work in, and and just confess it to to the spirit, and, and confessing I think is one of these practices that that we have forgot that when we confess, there's something else that that needs to fill that that in, and that that confession leads us then to a repentance, and then um, and then we invite the spirit of God to 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 fill those areas in our lives, um, and 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 that in a practical way, you know, as as people as we walk, as we we develop relationship. We're filled then um, in, in in love and in the kindness of the spirit um, that then begins to take more fruit uh, within us. But I think that this is 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 gonna is is an ongoing thing until you know our our full bodies are transformed into the uh, fullness of you know a glorified transformed body that we're gonna have to wrestle through um, all the um, areas uh, of our personal lives that that uh, that uh, have an incline uh, into areas. But the spirit of God is with you. Um, if we open up our hearts and we develop a relationship, um, the Spirit of God uh, aids us. The, the, the Word of God says that He's there, ready to support us, and you know, gives us a an exit in in moments that are you know that that bring about um, you know uh, inclines to towards the sin, and and we're able to defeat it. Um, we're able to defeat it because the Spirit helps us to do so. And in the moments that we don't. Then, the, then there's there's conviction that needs to happen, I think, in our hearts, and then the spirit helps us to move forward, um, and and we turn around from from those 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 things. Yeah, though, and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I mean, this is all. It's so interesting how often uh, the Bible speaks about the Holy Spirit uh, as working, not as some again some force, but often deeply personal terms. Right? He Romans fifteen thirty. He loves um, the he, in Acts sixteen seven. He guides. Um, he actually can be grieved in Ephesians four thirty. So there's yeah. a deeply personal work of the Spirit 
in our lives, walking, learning, growing. He's changing us. He's making us more uh, like Jesus. Does it does it seem um, that there's a neglect of the work of the Holy Spirit that needs to be remedied? And if so, how might we respond to that? Yeah, um, I, th- I think there is. Um, we we you know our traditions come from. I think we've talked about this in the past. That you know the the uh, you know the God, uh, Jesus, and the Holy Bible uh, was what we used to express about. Um, and, 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 and the Trinity talks, you know, it's, you know, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And there are some traditions, and granted so, because, you know, even at the beginning of the, you know, uh, 20th century, you see a lot of things that are, that are happening. You got natural theology, and you got biblical theology, you got Barth, and you got Brunner. Um, you have all of these things that are happening that influence um, and, and also give way to these huge separations in the movements, right? So you got the um, 1906 movement, and then these kinds of definitions of this is what the work of the Spirit looks like in these traditions um, become um, become kind of like the standard. But I think today, as we are beginning to look to the future, we must redeem within our theology and within our understanding to create a space that belongs where the Holy Spirit's um, again, you know, it's it's without any kind of hesitation that we could talk about the work and precious work of the best friend, <laughs> the Holy Spirit. All right, we're back, and uh, we kind of had a come to a short ending there. So I want you to continue, Oscar, and tell us a little bit more. Uh, particularly, uh, someone maybe has neglected the work of the Holy Spirit in his or her life, how might we invite the work of the Holy Spirit, seek to be filled with the Holy Spirit on that ongoing, continuous basis, to, 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 to actually be transformed by the work of the Holy Spirit? Help the listener to say, here's how you might walk in this fullness. Help us with that. Yeah. It's, you know, from, <clears throat> from Acts and, and, and Scriptures, we, we, we draw... We draw this um, uh, uh, theology that the Spirit of God uh, is is a person, and 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 that the Spirit of God uh, wants to uh, relate. Um, and 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 if it's a person and wants to relate, um, we have to then develop uh, some sort of conversations that that are going to help us to to talk to the Spirit. Um, as you're talking to Jesus. And I think that that's where, um, you know, it starts, Ed. I think that it starts with us beginning to open up a conversation um, to the Spirit and with the Spirit um, in which we are honest, in which we could um, come to the Spirit because we're coming to Jesus, we're coming to to God um, and, and, and open up a, a, a path of, of relationship. Um, you know, one of the, 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 the shared founders that we, sh- we have is, is R.A. Torrey, you know, and in his writings, he when you say shared founders, about, he, he talk, he's talking about Moody Bible Institute and Biola. Um, yes, was there, connected to both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, yeah, what we share, you know, and 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 I think Tori helps us with that question. 
um, that that you just posted. In which which ways do, does it look like in our lives? Um, and and to be filled with the Spirit is, I think, by by drawing on Him, we find that we we draw on 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 drawing a relationship to a person, the person of the Holy Spirit. And in that relationship, the Spirit of God fills us, the Spirit of God empowers us. Um, in, in, can you imagine that that in that relationship, the way that, that, that I read, that I read Tori, he, he, he says, we want to have a, a true relationship with the Spirit, and not merely because of the power that He has, but because of of the person that he is in which he um, uh, uh, wants to walk with us in, in our day-to-day lives. So the more relationship, the more you get to know Jesus, the more, the, the more empowerment there is. So it's not about plugging in into uh, something and then you get zapped this, this power. No, I think it's, it's more about developing a profound relationship. Um, and that then became, be, begins to illuminate, begins to give us light, begins to bring focus into this day-to-day walk that we, we, we could have with the Spirit of God. Mm. And that, to me, is, is empowerment. And that, to me, is it's what I think it's, it's about walking in an empowerment life. It's about walking in relationship with the Spirit and, and opening up a, you know, our prayer life. The, simple, the simplest things of just praying to the Holy Spirit, as you know, we see. And, and remember that He is he's the comforter, the one you know, that, that comes to comfort our lives in the midst of, of, of all the things that, that we might be we might be 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 facing so um those are some of the things in which i think um that need to be redeemed so there is a a a redeeming of um uh, a relationship with uh the holy spirit that i think uh, would uh empower and will benefit the church greatly yeah i like that and so so how can we are there disciplines or practices yeah that a person can engage in help us with that a little bit to kind of connect more deeply in, with the holy spirit yeah 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 some of the practices that we could do is it's you know they're according to our traditions uh, so for example you know some of us you know are you know uh wake up early in the morning and have a a, a devotional a life in the spirit with the spirit um hearing the word of god you know the word of god is the word it becomes clear through the holy spirit um you know taking walks uh being able to silent yourself you know and and contemplate um what the spirit is 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 leading you into so others do fasting um and practices you know our our traditions have many many different practices that as we do that um we we begin to be more intentional about developing a a relationship and and a practice that that helps us but Beyond that, I think it's just this again, just this re-emphasis about building, building a a, a relationship in in ways in which the same way in which you pray to Jesus, we could pray to the Holy Spirit. If the Spirit knows the profound things of God, the Spirit knows the profound things of human hearts, um, and the Spirit knows whatever it is that we're going through uh, as as individuals as a church. So. Um, by doing so, then I think um, we're able to develop a more profound uh, filling life. Um, you know, filling life with what? That means filling life with more, more of this relationship with the Spirit of, of God. And whatever that looks like for you, 
do it, practice it, exercise it, put it to put it put it to work. Um, those are some of the things that, that that I see in the church, and then I personally have practiced that help me to um, you know build a, a deeper uh, relationship uh, in, in with the Spirit. Yeah, yeah. There's there's um there's so many you know Bible verses that are helpful here, like John fourteen twenty six, the Helper of the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. If you don't mind, help us understand, how does he teach us these things and how does he bring these things to remembrance? The Holy Spirit teaches these things by bringing us closer to truth. And who is truth? The ultimate truth is is Jesus. You know, and in John 14, 26, uh, we also see this: the ministry of, this, of the Holy Spirit is, to teach us, um, and that teaching leads to the truth, the truth of all things. Um, uh, and and I, uh, the Bible is it's it's the word of the the Spirit um, in which we find um, direction, in which we find um, value and truth, and 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 the Spirit of God um, helps us to do that. And 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 also I think that it it does uh, so uh, in a way that is. It's it's of a guide. It's, well, the Bible talks about being being a guide, so he, he guiding us to to God, to the will of God. So he he teaches and he he guides us and uh, leads us leads us um, uh, in in ways in which we are able to see every time that we get closer to truth and we get closer to you know the good, um, we are seeing that there is that. I think there are ways in in our traditions as well in which we see. Um, you know, when we come to to uh, in community, the community uh, in that community, there's a spirit of the community um, in which the Holy Spirit um, also uh, we we're sensing and, and knowing that the Spirit of God is 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 moving in our churches, in our small groups. Um, all of these uh, practices that we do, the the Holy Spirit utilizes it um, to to teach us many many things. <laughs> I happen to say that I have. Uh, um, you know, uh, 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 three uh, other uh, gu- guidance. In my, my, the Holy Spirit also uses my wife uh, often, <laughs> and and my my daughters um, th- as well um, uh, to bring about some things that I I need to know and pay more attention to. So I think that there's a community aspect um, that the Spirit of God also utilizes. You know, there is there is that that we find um, in unity um, in the community in which we see the Spirit uh, voice amplified um, uh, to help us become more like Jesus. Thank you so much, Vasco Merlo, for joining us in our conversation today, reminding us of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives today and more. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Also, thank the behind-the-scenes team here at Moody Radio, my producer, Karen Hendren, engineer Courtney Young. As I mentioned, this was a pre-recorded show, and I'm uh, Uh, excited to be able to work with and help other institutions like Bible University as I am today and excited about what God's doing through institutions like Moody Bible Institute, Wheaton, Biola, and more. Pray for our Christian colleges, campuses, and universities today. Let me encourage you to tune in next week. I'm going to talk with author and teacher Robert Morgan. We're going to talk about God's faithfulness to us in times of trial and joy, an important topic I don't think you'll want to miss. Here today's program again, you'll find it at Ed Stetzer Live com or on the Moody Radio app. And remember, Ed Stetzer Live is a production of Moody Radio, which is a ministry of Moody Bible Institute. Thanks for listening, and may you walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit this and every day. Thank you.